Hello, welcome back to God's Pathway to Life for You. I'm your host, Dave. Today we're talking about Matthew chapter 20. Thanks for returning back to the podcast. I'm your host, Dave. Today we're talking about Matthew chapter 20. Uh, Before we get into Matthew 20, I'd like to say a little prayer. Lord, Father in heaven, please hear my prayer. Please help us to truly understand the word, to let your word live in our hearts every day, to guide us and to comfort us and to redirect us and to conform us into your son's image. All this I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, last time we got together, uh, we talked about uh, chapter 19. And uh, when we ended up with uh, that last verse on chapter 19, is in verse 30. But many that are first shall be last, and the last shall be first. So a lot of people are like, well, what's he talking about with that? Well, it looks like chapter 20 explains some of that. So he gives us a parable, so, or you know, a story to uh, a facsimile or representation, you know, something so we can wrap our minds around. So here we go. We're going into chapter 20, and I'll start with verse 1. For the kingdom of heaven is likened to a man that is a householder, which went out early in the morning to hire laborers into his vineyard, too. And when he had agreed with the laborers for a penny a day, he sent them into the vineyard. 3. And when he went out about the third hour, 9 a.m., and he saw them standing idle in the market, other guys that he saw standing in the market around 9 o'clock in the morning, 4. He said to them, Go you also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right I will give you. And they went, in, they went their way to work in the vineyard. Five, and again he went out about the sixth hour and the ninth hour. So that's around noon and about three o'clock. And he did likewise. He went out to the markets, found some guy standing idle. He said, you know, come work on the field and I'll pay you. And the sixth and about the eleventh hour, which is five o'clock, he went out about and found others standing idle. And he said to him, why are you standing here idle all day? They said to him, because no man has hired us. He said to them, Well, go you also into the vineyard, whatsoever is right, uh, that shall you receive. 8. So when the evening came, the Lord of the vineyard said to a steward, the guy that works with him, he said, Call the laborers and bring them here so we can pay them, beginning from the last to the first. And when they came, they that were hired about the eleventh hour, five o'clock, received every man a penny. So the guys that worked at only one hour, they received a penny. 10. But when the first came, the guys that showed up at 9 o'clock in the morning, when they saw that the rest of them were getting the same amount, it says, but when the first came, they supposed that they should receive more and likewise receive every many, every many, every man a penny. So they thought they should get more because they worked longer. And then they, 11, and when they had received their penny, they murmured against the, the landowner they complained against the landowner. You know, why'd you pay me a penny, man? I've been here all day. You should have paid me more. And then 12, saying that the last was worked, but only an hour. So the guys that showed up for 5 o'clock only worked an hour. That's what they're complaining about. And you have made them equal to us, which have bore the burden and the heat of the day. We worked all day in the heat and the sun, and these guys only worked an hour, and you're paying them the same amount. The 13, he answered him, but he answered them and one of them and said, Friend, I do you no wrong. Did you not agree to work for a penny? 
Take what is yours and go your way. I've given the last, even as I've given to you. 15. It is not lawful for me to do, is it not lawful for me to do what is right with my own? Is your eye evil or envious because I'm good? Because I'm, I'm well off. I have means. Are you jealous or uh, angry because I have means? 16. So the last shall be first, and the first shall be last. Then he says, for many be called, but few are chosen. When we talk about that, who is first, who is last, you know, when I look at that story, I kind of, I, I was telling a friend of mine, I said, there's some people that have Christianity and, and, and believe in God and have their faith endowed at the beginning of birth. And so men are right out the door at the beginning of birth, younger years in their 20s, and they get the Lord and they go with it. And then there's some people that will find uh, the Lord or Jesus Christ on their deathbed. And, and they'll find salvation and they'll accept it. And they'll probably only have salvation will be on this world for a short time. And then, boom, they're going to be gone. Some people get salvation hours before they die. There's stories of preachers being told, save that man. And, or didn't get a chance to save that man because he wouldn't listen to the preacher. And then the man ended up dying an hour after the church was over. You got to be very careful when he says, many are called, but only few are chosen. Yeah. Who's doing the choosing? You are. You're the one that's doing the choosing. You choose every day you wake up who you serve. Either you serve God or you serve Satan. If you go with the hatred, the anger, the animosity, the envious, the greed, the jealousness, the hate, that, well, that's Satan. If you go with the love, the understanding, the forgiveness, the kindness, the respect, the, you know, all that, that's God. That's that's what you're, you know, you're choosing every day that you wake up. Where, where are you going? You don't die and then wait to find out where you're going. No, you're making that choice right now as you live every day. 17. And Jesus, going up to Jerusalem, took the 12 disciples apart in the way and said to them, okay, he's getting ready to lay down some, some uh, predictions on him, what what's going to happen to him. Behold, we go up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man shall be betrayed to the chief priests and to the scribes, and they shall condemn him to death. So he's saying, we're going up here. I'm going to get portrayed. Uh, they're going to betray me, and they're going to trade me off to the, these uh, priests and Sadducees and scribes and Pharisees, and they're going to condemn me to death. 19, and shall deliver him to the Gentiles to be mocked and to be scourged and to crucify him. And the third day he shall rise again. So right there, Jesus said, on the third day I will rise again. 20. And he came to him, then came to him the mother of Zebedee. Children with, and Zebedee's children were with her. Sons worshiping him and dis, discerning a certain thing of him. They were wanting a certain thing of him. Oh, yeah. This is where the lady comes up with her. She's, she's a mother. She's the mother of Zebedee's children, and she has her sons with her. And she's worshiping the Lord, but she's asking him. She's wanting, she's desiring something. She said, you know, I, I, I need this, Lord. I want you to grant something that I, I wish that I had. And, you know, the Lord being all his, he's like, oh, you know, I already know what this lady's going to ask me. 21. And he said to her, what will you? He wants to know, what do you want? And she says to him, grant me that these my two sons may sit the one on your right hand and the other on your left hand in your kingdom. She knew his kingdom was coming. 22, but Jesus answered and said, you know not what you ask. 
Are you able to drink of the cup that I shall drink of and to be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with? He's talking about the cup of your sins. You know not what you ask. You know not what you ask. Are you able to drink the cup that I shall drink of and be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with? They said to him, we are able, Lord, if they only knew. But he said to them, you shall drink indeed of my cup. But he's talking about when he's in heaven, when he sits on his throne, when he sits on his throne and be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized in. But to sit on my right hand and my left hand is not mine to give, but it shall be given to them for whom it is prepared for by my father. Everything has been already planned out. We're just following through the plan. You know, God has already selected people to sit at the right hand and left hand of Jesus Christ. And it's, this, it's I think it's the, uh, the apostles. And when the, and when the 10 heard it, they were moved with indignation against the two brothers. They got mad. Why are these people asking this stuff? 25. But Jesus called to them and said, you know, the, you know that the princes of the Gentiles ex- exercise dominion over them, and they that are great exercise authority upon them. But, it's a 26, but it shall not be so among you, but whoever will be great among you, let him be ministers. Okay, so he's saying, you know, these this poor lady, the poor, the the rest of the you know the working class people, have princes of Gentiles that exert authority over them, that rule them and tell them what to do, and they also have a, a greater exercise of authority upon them. So they have you know governments and powers and princes of powers and and governments and you know authority and money and uh, all that. And then it says, but, 26, but it shall not be among you, but whoever will be the great among you, let them be a minister. He said, for the Christian people, whoever is the, it's, it's not about status in the Christian world. There's no status. There's only one that has status, and that's Jesus Christ. Every one of us are, are just a cog in a wheel. We're we're. Uh, part of the body of Christ. We all function in different ways and do different things, you know. But our main call to action, our main call to duty is to minister. Minister means to serve. Like I told you, you're you're going, you're a slave in this world. Either be a slave to Satan and do the satanic stuff and the, the sexual immorality and the lying, the cheating, the cussing, and the drugs and the alcohol, and be a slave under that. Or be a slave to your fellow man to uh, edify them. Edify means to build them up. You know, to, to minister to somebody means to service them, to help them, to build them up, to get them back on their feet again, to provide the needs that they need. If if you know somebody that is lacking and you have, we'll provide that need to them. You know, Today I ran into a lady at the store, and I asked her if she was a Christian. She said, no, I'm not a Christian. I said, oh, you're not a Christian? She goes, no, I'm not, no, I'm not a Christian. I said, uh, what, what do you, what's your belief system? I believe in the new age. I said, the new age, huh? Uh, could you explain that? Well, I used to go to church. I don't go to church no more because I think they're all bad, and, and I don't want to tie. I don't want to die. I don't have to. I don't. I don't want to give my money because 
I got bills to pay. I got groceries to buy. I got gas to put in my car. I ain't got time to give my money to church. I ain't got time to go to church. I don't read no Bible. I already been to church. I already understand. I don't want no part of that. I said, so uh, you want no part of that? No, I don't want no part. I don't. I think the churches need to pay. I don't know why they get tax exempt. They need to pay. I said, so you think the churches need to pay? Yes, they need to pay. I said, so how are the churches supposed, if they don't collect tithing and they don't manufacture or produce anything, how is the church supposed to sustain themselves? I don't care. I don't care. It don't make no difference. They ain't getting my money. I said, so they're not getting, you know, so you don't care. Uh, well, let me ask you this question. I said, are, do, you, do you care if they're open or closed? It don't make a difference. I, well, I don't care. I, it, 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 if they're helping the community, then that's fine. Let them stay open. But if they're not helping the community, close them down. I said, so if they're not helping the community, you, you just want to close them down. Yes. I did, so it's, I said, did you, did you go to church at one time? Yes, I've been in church. I read the Bible. I know all that. So I try to explain a little stuff. She goes, I know that. I said, but the Bible says this. I know that. So she knew. She knew. But And then uh, I finally just told her, I said, you know, the, the world system is set it up to where people believe that there's a gray and that they can stand in this gray area and, and, and get through life like that. I said, there's no gray areas to stand in. There's no area to be safe and stand in and do nothing. That doesn't exist. Either you're a slave to Satan or you're a slave to God. But service one another and help one another. Build each other up. Edify each other. Minister to one another. Be in service to one another. And and God will bless you for that. So 27, and whoever will be chief among you, let him be your servant. So whoever is the, the big shot, let him be the lowest. Every, this there's a common theme: meekness, uh, lowness, humility. You know, if you're flamboyant, wham bam, out there. I mean, out there pushing it and and, and Look at me, look at me. You know, this this is not for you. He's looking for the the calm, the quiet, the still, the meek, the the the, the, the you know the calm, cool, collective, the the subtle. I mean, 28. So even that the Son of Man cannot come to be ministered, but to minister. See, he said, I'm not come here to be a king. He didn't come to be king, but he came to minister, to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. So 29. And they departed from Jericho, and then a great multitude of people. I mean, great multitude of people. And you got to imagine, when these people went to the went to the market down there they had their goats their pigs with them and their dogs the children the blankets the supplies that they were going to use for that that week or whatever and so when the, they were in there buying supplies you know you're at costco you're at walmart and you hear about jesus walking through and you grab all your stuff that you bought at walmart and you're taking it along with you so yeah there is a great multitude of people was uh, supplies and materials and goats and camels and dogs and cats and babies and chickens and all this great mass and multitude of humanity. Everything that God has put on the earth is following him. So don't just look at great multitudes and go, no, I want you to picture in your head all these people walking through the heat of the day with their items that they purchased at the store and everything that they're doing and their dogs or cats or family, everybody went to town. You know how it goes when you're going to town, everybody piles into the car. Well, they didn't have cars back then. They all walked everywhere. So, yeah, 
They were carrying their belongings as they followed. So the great multitude, dogs, cats, pigs, people, birds. I mean, everybody's following. Because this is the creator of this world that's walking on this world. God lives on the outside of his creation. Jesus has the ability to interact inside his creation as he created it. I mean, he walks and talks with this. I mean, he was here. He walked on the earth. He talked with this. You know, it was awesome. 30. And behold, two blind men sitting by the wayside, when they heard that Jesus was passing, cried out, saying, Have mercy on us, O son of David. 31. And the multitude rebuked them, because they should hold their peace. But they cried to more, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. If you notice that these guys, they cried out not once, they crawled out twice, and the crowd rebuked them and said, hold your peace. That's the way people are. People always, even though they're following Jesus, even though, you know, some of them are following Jesus to find out who this man is and what he's about, another group of people are following because there's always two classes of people. Another group of people following them is to find out what they can do to use the, uh, what he says against them. You got the right and the left following Jesus. So the great multitude, the ones that are with him and the ones that are against him, because the ones that are with him want to hear more of what he's got to say, and the ones that are against him want to hear more of what he's got to say so they could use it against him. And so let's see. And so they cry out to him two times. And the crowd tells them, you know, hold your peace. Well, we know who that is. That's the left, because they won't they don't want to see a miracle. But see, like I remember when I told you last time that a lot of people that have infirmities, a lot of people that have mental defect, uh, mental diminished capacity that are physically uh, crippled or in, encased in their, their wheelchairs or, you know, stone people that are not, not able to move. These people, this, this, that's a physical manifestation of the curse, just like this blind. But everything is for God's glory. Everything is placed in this world for God's glory. And what happens here is that we see that Jesus, 32, and Jesus still stood still and called to them and said, What will you that I shall do to you? 33, and they said to him that our eyes may be opened. They asked for sight. They asked to see. So 34, so Jesus had compassion. He had pity on them. And he touched their eyes. And immediately they received sight and they followed him <clears throat> when you're lost and you live in a lost life your eyes and your mind and your heart and you're closed off from god when you become a christian and you read your bible and you get understanding and you read the word of god and god places understanding in your heart then god opens your eyes to his light his his thing way of life and see i didn't believe that you know <clears throat> But I always looked at things differently. But after being a Christian for some time now, about six years now, I see things differently. God has opened my eyes to see God in the world. That's why I say I see God places. I and before I've never see I'd never saw God there. I always thought it was a coincidence or by happens chance or by luck or, or you know just by or karma. You know, and so that's kind of what I believe. But after being a Christian, after reading the Bible, after getting understanding, and after God has opened my eyes, I see God 
in the world now. I see in, in things and things that happen and it, it, it's amazing. And I'm so thankful for that because it's, it's a blessing. It's a, it's a blessing to be able to see God in the world. And it's great. And, we, and with that, I think we, we come to the end of our podcast for this uh, Wednesday, the 20th. So let's go over here, do my call to action. Sign up for the prayer list today. I'd like you to sign up for the prayer list or uh, uh, make your own prayer list and start writing names of people that you care care about and love and you want God to interact in their life and help them. So write a prayer list and keep it keep it out and, and keep track of it, keep it updated. And if God answers a prayer, keep track of that too. Okay, I'd also like to invite you to church uh, on Facebook Live on Sunday morning, 11 Central Time, Standard for America, and uh, 6.30 Sunday night, Central Standard Time for America, and Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for America. And if you do come, would you put it a couple podcasts in the comment section at your fun podcast? Because uh, we get a lot of people that uh, click on the website, uh, God's Pathway to Life.Faith, to watch the uh church services so that's great too and remember you can always go to facebook and type in south heights baptist church and you'll take you straight there to the facebook page for the church it's south heights baptist church in sapulpa oklahoma sapulpa is spelled s-a-p-u-l-p-a oklahoma okay Okay, uh, so I invite you to church. I'm asking for donations. If you'd like to donate to uh, South Heights Baptist Church, there's now a donate link on the website, God's Pathway to Life.Faith. There's a clickable link in a detailed description box for this podcast. Check out the detailed description box for all links and email information. Okay, that's all I have for today. Remember to say something nice to somebody you don't know because God said we're all strangers too and he loved us so. Your friend in Christ. Dave. Bye.